Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Port Podcast, episode 295. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today, talking about video games. Gonna be honest with you. A, a, a classic throwback. It's been a while. I haven't really been playing video games much recently. <laughs> or or maybe I should say the games I've been playing are things that I don't really have anything to say or update you about. You know, it's like more Babylon's Fall, more Animal Crossing, um, sometimes more Soma Bringer, things like that, right? So, um, hasn't been, oh, more Ghost of Tsushima as well, getting through the legendary mode for that. But, um, yeah, so I'm not, some of those games are not really, really ready to talk about yet. Other games, I um, don't know if I'll talk about. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But anyways, so uh, this week's going to be a news-heavy week for you guys. Um, before we get into news real quick, my cat is going crazy right now. So if you hear some jingle bells going on, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyways, uh, if you didn't see, PCFX Fan Club is up and live, episode zero. So the reason why it's episode zero, because it's pretty much an introductory episode. If you've listened to the past episodes I did with uh, Filler about the PCFX, this video is going to be pretty similar, pretty, pretty covering a lot of the same information kind of thing. But um, I think what I really wanted to do with that episode in general was, you know, A, you know, just lay out the PCFX stuff, but I I didn't really want to focus on that. But B was also just kind of like follow the path of how me and Filler got to the PCFX in some ways and kind of show that I think in a lot of ways, me and him came from very different spots. And I think like, even with Filler, like I think he came from a very different place than a lot of people come with, with the PC engine as well. Um, Cause I, it sounds like he's came from more like a Sega CD angle and things like that. So um, in that show, I think as we talk to people, we'll, we'll want to ask people kind of how they got to the system because, you know, especially with people who are passionate about the system, a lot of people, I think, ask the question of, like, why are you interested in this system? Why do you care? Like, like a lot of people are like, the system isn't good or, or the, the, the games just or the system is just really inaccessible because of the games and things like that. So I think that was really a goal of mine to some extent. And I think that's something I do want to, like, focus on more in the future, possibly. I still have been kind of playing around the idea of, like, bringing other people on to do certain things, but... I'm, I'm kind of split on if that's going to be something that I, I open up more generally or if it's going to be something I do like in a multi-tap podcast kind of way and kind of reach out to individuals individually. And I don't know. We'll see. I won't say too much of how, what I'm thinking about that. I feel like the beginning of this year is a lot of me thinking a lot about how I want to do things. Um, I'm still open to like certain things getting cut as well. So I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, settling that this is going to be the minimum at this point. I'm trying to, you know, figure out where my time's best spent. And if there's some things where I think there's a more exciting way to kind of approach, you know, something that I'm trying to do, I'm, I might end up doing that. Um, but for now, moving as is like the streams actually on the streams we're doing something a little bit fun i think i talked about it a little bit last week but we're started the king of fishing series um which is basically just a like ranking of fishing mini games um i actually find it like really fascinating and very fun so this week we actually did another one just an app just one game though otherwise we just played the normal chocobo tales chocobo chocobo I almost call it Chocobo Dungeon, but it's Chocobo Fables. No, Final Fantasy Fables, Chocobo Tales. I can get the name right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so the uh, we played that, and then we did Final Fantasy XII's fishing minigame. And, you know, we, we I think we had this discussion when we were playing that a little bit. At least me and, me and I think Joseph was there. 
and it was like, oh, like, this is like a very simple fishing minigame that doesn't really fit in line with what a fishing minigame usually is. And I think that's kind of like the fun thing about the series so far is like a lot of these fishing minigames feel like they're being handled in very different ways that I've just never really thought about before. And um, and so I think it's really fun ranking them and things like that. So I'm enjoying that. And I think that's going to be a feature that's going to stick around for a while, at least until as long as I feel like I'm I'm getting some interest out of it, I think at the very least. So so, yeah, although I don't know if I'll be doing that next week. I haven't really planned out the stream for next week yet. And then uh, this is just kind of on the side, but Babylon's Fall audio editing stuff is coming along. But th that video is not going to be done anytime soon, unfortunately. I got the panel coming up here at Level Up Expo. I need to double check that I can actually say when it is. They gave me the day and time, so I got to look to see if that's like an actually locked date and time. And then um, I still haven't really worked on it, so I'll need to make some kind of promotional image for it and title card, things like that. Not anything you know crazy, I just make like the YouTube thumbnail essentially for it a little bit ahead of time, just so there's like something that people can look at on my feed. But most people um, who are, are coming to those events aren't really people who follow me normally, so... I'm not too concerned about getting that thing out like anytime in the in the near future. So you guys will will see it, I'm sure, when when it gets uploaded, assuming everything turns out right. That's that's the caveat always with all these panels is that if it doesn't turn out like in a usable fashion, then I won't upload them. So so yeah. So that's been kind of like what's going on with that stuff. Um, I'm also been doing some real work consideration stuff. So that may. This is like kind of where the thing is like maybe I might end up cutting more, but we'll we'll see. Like I, I, I'm trying to make some consideration of like what would be the best place to use my time right now, um, and and especially as I try to you know you know I've been working part time for the last like half a year and like it's not sustainable, right? So I need to figure out what I need to do. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out like what that looks like and, 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 and what to do from there. And, and that might require me to take some time away from, you know, some of the things I view as like the, the least essential stuff that we're doing right now and, and put it on a pause or, 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 you know, hold it indefinitely and, or maybe trying something else to kind of make sure I have the time to, to do what I need to do kind of thing. So anyways, very exciting time, though. You know what was pretty exciting this week, though, is that there's actually quite a few video games that uh, kind of were just, like, announced and released, I think. Or at least, um, well, some of these, I, I think, might have been announced a little bit beforehand. But we do have a few video games that came out, I think, within the last week at the very least. So the big one, I don't think I need to really say too much about this for most people here, is Hi-Fi Rush. This is that Tango Gameworks, like, rhythm action, uh, I guess action game, I guess you could say, almost like an arena brawler kind of thing from what I've seen, but I have not played it. Uh, people seem to be really liking it, though, but if you haven't seen it, it's a very, like, cell-shaded, um, um, like, uh, rhythmic action game kind of thing, and it just, the whole world kind of moves around the character in a rhythm as well, and it, I think they did a lot to try to make sure that the player character, or the player playing the game, you know, no matter what type of rhythm level they have in terms of their capabilities of, you know, tracking rhythm and things like that, they have the resources they need, you know, to do what they need to do with that, so... So yeah, and it was just like a surprise drop out of nowhere. It isn't like a full price video game. It's like $30. So I don't know how long it is. And it's on, you know, Xbox and PC. And it's a first party Microsoft game, you know, from Bethesda technically. So, um, but yeah, it's really cool to see that that come out. Because like, I feel like Microsoft has not had a good video game win in a long time, right? And I feel like this is like maybe the first time in a long time that we've really had something come out and go like, oh, that's neat, Microsoft. That's cool. 
I feel like the last time there really was like kind of that, that feeling was Sunset Overdrive, Override or whatever it's called on the uh, Xbox One. And like, I know people didn't like 100% like that game, but I think people generally were like, hey, this is like a really good first step for Microsoft and kind of like recovering their image and, and, and putting out games. And then like most of those video games either like, you know, didn't perform as well as people liked it to. I know people didn't like ReCore that much and, and Crimson Dragon and then also, you know, D4 and things like that. Well, I think people like D4 but it, it's a very niche type of game um, but it feels like Microsoft's been kind of like struggling to get software releases out for a long time and e even going into this generation I feel like everybody's just been like what, what are you doing Microsoft what do you what, 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 you know where, where where are these games and like obviously they desperately want them I'm sure it's, I don't think they're like you know saying like whatever we'll do whatever you know I I I, I, I you know Making video games is definitely an art and it doesn't like, you know, turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. And whatever was happening, you know, with them, don't know if it's a management issue or just bad luck, you know, all those things. But it is really nice to see them get a game out there that people seem to really enjoy and that it is a game that looks like it has a lot of style and personality. I, I will say I don't particularly care for the dialogue that was in the trailer that much. Um, it, it did feel very Sunset Override of like... Again, just from the trailer, I have not played the game, but it felt very like corporate cool, I guess is what I would call it of just like, you know, it, it feels like, yeah, I would say corporate cool is maybe the best way I'd put it. I don't know if that is descriptive enough, but it was not really up my my alley from, again, what the trailer showed. But you know, the game's out and people have played through it, I believe. So, you know, there's plenty of full reviews out there if you really need to get some full impressions. I thought about checking it out and, you know, I could definitely run it on my PC but um, I just got other stuff going on right now, so I, I just kind of pushed it off for now. But And I would rather play it on console as well, and I don't have an Xbox at this point. So, or, Well, the, the, the latest Xbox I have is an Xbox 360. So, you know, we're not, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly up to date. Um, and I, I was talking to a friend about this between, like, you know, why I'm going to choose probably a PS5 over Xbox Series X or something like that. And it really just comes down to probably Final Fantasy at this point. Like, um, but hi, you know, Hi-Fi Rush is a great, you know, reason for me to look at other platforms for sure. Um, and look at the Xbox, but you know, it being on PC means that if I really, really, really want to play Hi-Fi Rush, I have a way to go about doing it right now. So, you know, still, you know, hoping that Microsoft puts out a decent lineup of games this year. I think the, the so it came from like a video called like the developer direct or something like that. Uh, so it's like Microsoft's, you know, Nintendo Direct, essentially. And they showed off, I believe it was like a Forza game, um, but like the more traditional one, not Horizon. Uh, I have no feelings on that. I think that was a 2023 thing. Um, so, you know, but I know there's a, there's a large number of people out there who still care about like, you know, simulation car racing stuff um, and things like that. Um, there was Redfall. I didn't really, like, from what I saw of Redfall, I was not super impressed, but, you know, it could be good. I, I'm all for multiplayer shooters, though, so, um, you know, there's a good chance someday I'll play Redfall within my lifespan. Um, and then, I believe there's two other games, but I can't remember what they were off the top of my head, to be honest. So, unfortunately, like, even Microsoft's first-party output is not, like, super, super appealing to me most of the time, in the same way that, like, Sony's first-party output is very rarely appear appealing to me nowadays. Like, Fantavision is like their one game that I'm like, huh, I kind of want to play Fantavision, but it's like a PS5 VR thing. And I was like, eh, not, I'm not touching that anytime soon. That's like a thousand dollars hardware investment to get to Fantavision at this point. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, but anyways, high right pipe rush. I'm glad it came out. I'm glad people are really enjoying it. It looks great. And uh, I, I would like to play it someday. Don't know if that will happen, but I would really like to play it someday. 
Another game came out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I don't know if this was announced before. Is the first time I noticed it, and it's called Dorai Think. And Dorai Think is, you know, a Doraemon game, um, but it is a RPG where you solve puzzles to deal damage. So, you know, I'm using machine translation and and and, and watching the video to kind of figure this out. So, so pardon me if I don't get everything 100% right. But basically, it's kind of like an on rails dungeon game. You kind of go into a stage and you just go through a series of encounters. It feels very like mobile gameish to me in some ways, and maybe it was originally mobile. Game. I didn't look into that. The 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 article from Four Gamer, I believe. Yeah, Four Gamer. I don't think mentioned any kind of like iOS or Android version of this. But you basically um, are in these dungeons. You get in an encounter. Each character has like a set of cards. It seems like, and when you select that card, it almost pops up like a WarioWare style puzzle kind of thing. So it's like really quickly we'll show like, oh, here's watermelons and here's like normal melons. What's the difference in number between these or something like that. Or it'll be like, here's this shape that needs to fit through this hole. Which hole does it fit in? And you have to like answer it pretty quickly. And it sounds like from what I was reading that you can solve multiple puzzles in a single turn. And as long as you like solve it under the time limit of that, like basically you get to do, you know, multiple puzzles to do more damage essentially kind of thing. So it looks like really cute and it basically seems like it's an edutainment title for elementary school kids in particular. So I was, I'm kind of interested in it. The only thing is like, I can't really read Japanese and you know, the fact that it is like a fast paced puzzle game um, means it will probably be really difficult for me to um, really try to, to figure out on the fly. I also feel a lot of guilt over never playing through Betia. Admittedly, Betia is a game that is like an English learning game. And so, you know, you know, there's not a lot for me to learn there. I mean, elementary school puzzles are not, uh, you know, probably that hard for me either. But, um, you know, at least it probably would be a little more interesting than just being like, wow, the cat jumped over the fence and then like doing damage from that. Um, Betty has a cool game. I just don't know if I could like spend 20 to 30 hours playing it and have a good time. Um, but I do like, like the characters and stuff in Betty a little bit. It's very cute, very cute game in a lot of ways. And they added like a whole other like story mode on like day, I think it was like the first day or the first month that it came out, but it was like a full priced add on for that game. It was kind of crazy. So. Maybe someday I will play through Betia, but I'm glad we streamed it that one time. It is a very cool game to like at least look at kind of thing. Um, and then the last game is actually one I saw, I played a couple weeks ago at this point, but I didn't talk about it because it was a mobile game. And a lot of times with mobile games, I don't necessarily know what to say unless like something really jumps out at me. So I, I kind of left it alone and, you know, maybe you shouldn't discriminate against mobile games as much, but, but I look at a lot of mobile games and so I have to kind of very, very generously cut them out of my news covered or news, you know, diet, I guess I feel like, especially like all the ones that are just kind of like the generic, like gotcha pool ones. So, um, but there's this game that was announced, uh, I think a few weeks back ago called monster universe. And it kind of caught my eye because it looked very monster hunter story-ish in its presentation, very like cute anime cell shaded characters, maybe close to monster Hunter story too, with like kind of taller characters rather than all chibi ones kind of thing. But yeah, it has that very similar art style. Um, and, and then the, the more direct connection though, 
is that you actually like ride monsters in the game. So like, it seems like every character is riding on top of some kind of dragon in a very Monster Hunter story like proportion kind of way as well. So it looks very similar to that uh, visually, but it is actually a different type of game. It's not a turn-based RPG. It's an action RPG. And from what I'm reading, it seems like structurally, you know, I have not played Genshin Impact, but it seems like it might be structurally closer to Genshin Impact where basically you can boot it into to it free to play and you can beat it technically you know using what you start with um but there's like you can go and gotcha pull different characters and all those characters have different like uh, uh story episodes and things like that so if you want the extra side stories with characters that that's how you can get them that way so um it actually looks pretty nice there were some reviews of it because it actually just came out i think in the last week um and uh the reviews seem to think that maybe is a little basic in the combat department which maybe for an action RPG on a phone, it makes sense. But I will say I have not played action RPGs on a phone before, so I could be completely wrong. People play, you know, Fortnite with build mode on phone, I believe. So, you know, I'm sure there are crazy video games out there that you can use touch controls only for that are pretty, pretty challenging, even between you know, using mouse and keyboard kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, it is. Um, it, it did come to PC though. I thought so. I was reading the article, and it sounds like they were saying, "Oh, it's going to come to PC later." But I looked this week, and it looks like it's already on PC. You can go play it on Steam now. Um, although it's under a different name, so I'm wondering if in the English localization they had to change the name from Monster Universe to Volzerk Monsters and the Lands Unknown. Um, however, despite having a different name on Steam, uh, the game is not in English at this point. So it seems like if you play it. It is entirely in Japanese, so it's a cool looking thing. It's free to play, so maybe worth checking out if you got a lot of extra time on your hands right now. Um, but I thought it was just like it really kind of jumped out at me, I guess, like visually. Uh, uh, yeah, but like gameplay wise, I mean, the reason I didn't really mention it that much in the first place was because it was kind of it looks kind of bland gameplay wise. Maybe not bland. It looks like a traditional action RPG, so I couldn't really figure out what I was like wanted out of it kind of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, it being on steam, I think kind of raises its profile a little bit. Maybe that's me being a little, you know, unfair to mobile games a little bit, but I think to me, at least it makes it more likely I would, I would check it out kind of thing. So anyways, those are some games that came out recently that I thought looks pretty neat. Um, door, I think is definitely the one I care the most out of all of those. Um, hi-fi rush is definitely right behind that. And then Monster Universe, I could kind of take or leave, I think, for the most part. But it's a cute looking thing. And if I, if, if someone was like, you have to play this video game, I would be perfectly fine playing it. I'm almost, almost certain. So, so yes. It's time. Time for Jillian's Corner. Little, little, little news break here between, between games coming out and then the other news stories. Hey, guess what? We got some hot. Buddy Mission Bond news coming up. I should have said that at the beginning of the podcast, but anyways, Jillian's corner though. Jillian has asked a, has has asked us a question, um, and and I will answer it today. I don't even know what the intro to the segment is anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like Jillian's here. Like I don't want to sit here and explain every time this used to be the Patreon question. You can also answer, ask your own questions. I gotta figure out what the heck Jillian's corner is gonna be at some point if I'm gonna get anybody else to participate. But for now, it's Jillian's corner. So, <laughs> anyways, her question was: What is a good game with a or what is a good game with a not very good name? I had a hard time thinking of the one for this honestly um i couldn't think of anything that looked like offensive names that i just think did not work well for a game honestly 
Um, so I just kind of had to kind of pick some things here and there that I think naming was, was kind of a problem with, but like, these are kind of nitpicking kind of things for the most part, but the game I think that probably was like maybe most disserviced by its name was, uh, Donkey Kong 94 on Game Boy. If you don't know, Donkey Kong 94 on Game Boy is not a remake of the arcade game Donkey Kong. It is a full-fledged platform puzzle adventure in the style of the Mario and Donkey Kong games, which came later. So this was kind of the first Mario and Donkey Kong game. Um, and uh, yeah, so a lot of people just didn't know at the time that it was like not just a Donkey Kong port, even myself at the time. And, and I feel like this is one of those first things when you start to hear like hidden gems on the internet. People are like, hey, did you know Donkey Kong on Game Boy is a different video game kind of thing? So um, yeah, I just feel like the name has done a disservice to it. I, maybe it's in my head because I feel like recently I've seen articles pop up there like, hey, Donkey Kong 94, um, again, which I, I don't really know why. I feel like it's like a Doki Doki Panic situation at this point where you're like, did you know Doki Doki Panic Super Mario Brothers 2? And like, I'm like, well, I would expect anyone in their 30s that's been a part of the video game industry to know about that. But maybe like, you know, younger people don't. I don't know. So maybe younger people are just finding out about Donkey Kong 94. But yeah. So, so yeah. Anyways, I just think that that was like a little bit of a poor naming. I think Mario and Donkey Kong is a great name for that. But I can totally understand why they went with that name. I don't like fault them per se. But yeah, in hindsight, maybe it uh, undersold that game a little bit. Um... The Xenosaga games, nothing wrong with the main main name of them, just Xenosaga Episode 1, 2, and 3. However, if you don't know, the Xenosaga games all have German subtitles. I cannot tell you what any of those German subtitles are. Like, what were so far, so far, so far. I don't know. If there's German subtitles. I don't know what they mean. I don't know what they translate to. Maybe, like, a more hardcore Monolith Soft fan knows, but, like, I feel like I never hear their subtitles mentioned whatsoever other than just people going, like, oh, yeah, it's German, huh? I'm like, yeah, that is a German subtitle kind of thing. So, I just feel like it's kind of useless information. If you know my feelings about Xenosaga's story, maybe that is in line with my feelings about a lot of Xenosaga's story points of just, like, does this matter? Like, yes, it fills in a blank somewhere, but does this really matter what's what's happening right now kind of thing? So, so yeah, but those German subtitles, I feel like just nobody talks about them ever. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not in the right circle. I mean, I've been pretty staunchly against Xenosaga 3 for a very long time, which I think kind of ostracized me from that fan base in a lot of ways. So, so yeah, but... Um, this is not necessarily a bad name for a game. Uh, I don't even know what it translates to, but I do in, like think that is hard to say do do da do da. I can say it with confidence right now. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I can say it with confidence. Um, so do do da do da. But like if you go do do da do da, it's it's like kind of hard to say kind of thing. So not a bad name, but a hard to na- say name if you if you're an American man or American lady or any kind of English speaking. Or actually, just you just don't speak Japanese, probably. <laughs> That's the bigger thing. Or inclusive, it's inclusively cumbersome unless you are Japanese and know how to speak Japanese. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess as long as you know how to speak Japanese. You don't need to be Japanese to know how to speak Japanese. So, <laughs> um, anyways. This other one's just kind of one of those weird ones, which is PUBG Battlegrounds. If you don't know, PUBG stands for Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. So it's like Player Unknown Battlegrounds Battlegrounds kind of thing. It's one of those weird things. I will say I think PUBG feels good to say. I think people enjoy saying the word PUBG. You want to play some PUBG? You want to play some Apex? 
fucking play Fortnite? Like, I feel like they're they're like two two sounds. Fortnite, Apex, two syllables. PUBG, two syllables. Your battle royale game. That's why why Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier failed because that's a too much of a mouthful. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's one of those weird things. And this is not a name thing, but it's something that did actually really push me away from playing a game that I would have really enjoyed. God Hands box art. God Hands box art in the U.S. I didn't understand what it was trying to convey. So if you don't know, God Hand in Japan, um, you know, it's a game about punching people a bunch because it's like a brawler kind of thing. And the guy has a God Hand. And so he's a super powered hand. And so on the Japanese box art, he's like punching through a guy's mouth out the back of his head kind of thing. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's too violent for the U.S. So in the U.S. one, they have him punching past the guy. So it just looks like he has like a hand like missing him. And I, I like when I was growing up, I just never understood what that meant. And I just looked at it and was like, what is this box? This box makes no sense to me. Um, like, I mean, obviously he's punching. Maybe he's just holding his arm up kind of. And the guy in the back is screaming and like, what is happening? They should have just completely redone that box art is the real answer. In my opinion, if you're going to do that, just make a new box art. Just put like Jean, put some nice Jean art on there. So, so yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I feel like I feel like Donkey Kong 94 might be the one actual game that fits that criteria per se, but I figured I would I would I would I would give you some more general answers around that space for me kind of thing. Yeah, I went through all the games I've beaten and was just like, yeah, these names are all fine. I can't think of anything that was like this is like a bad name. So, anyways, think tell me about your favorite bad name games. I can't think of any honestly. So, Headhunter. I don't know. I like the name Headhunter. <laughs> uh wadham wadham's all right uh, uh imagine ice champions i don't know anyways that's it for jillian's corner thank you again jillian for your question i appreciate it at some point i'll figure out if the jillian's corner is going to survive or if questions will transform into something or if there'll be something going on with that but for now i have a giant list of questions from jillian so i'm continuing to consume them <laughs> as, as, as i want um anyways back into news we got two news stories here one is a happy happy news story the other one is a sad news story if you care about it i guess um the first one very happy news story buddy mission bond Stuff's happening. Not video game stuff, unfortunately. I We will never see another Buddy Mission Bond game, I'm almost certain. Could be wrong. I would love to see different. Like, I mean, I, 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 I talked about this before. Ruby Party game sales are weird. They're like, oh, it sold 10,000 units. And it's like, but like, like there's tons and tons and tons and tons of merchandise that comes around, around this game. So it's like, are they just like the whales, right? They're just like, yeah, buy all this stuff, ladies. You office ladies making a huge paycheck. Come in here. Buy all of it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so they announced uh, a lot of new things, but the three main things. There's a ton of trinkets and bags and all that stuff. So a new wave of merch. But the three big things are one or two drama CDs, one that covers something with the Phantom. I won't say who the Phantom is. And also covers um, um, something with a character called Fuga. Um, which I feel like Fuga gets a lot of coverage in that game, so I don't know really what more there is to say about him, but there's a drama CD for that. 
Um, I never got the drama CDs. There's already, um, let me think, there's three drama CDs so far, I think. So this is another two. So I think that's five total. I never got them, but apparently the limited editions came with like physical like scripts for the drama CDs. So if you get those limited edition ones, you can get those actual texts and then like, you know, try to machine translate them or something or, or directly translate them if you want, right? Or if you know Japanese, just listen to it through your ears. But anyways, um, but I have not bought those because I kind of try to avoid drama CDs unless they're dirt cheap just because I know I'm not going to do a lot with them just because it's like mostly listening, right? But it's very cool. The scripts are in there and the special editions for those original three, um, I believe are sold out at this point. So I'd have to like go out of my way to go get the books or whatever and, and things like that. So I don't know, maybe someday if I find them cheap on, uh, on, on Yahoo auctions, once, once everybody's cleared out and they've like left their, 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 their Luke's and Aaron's on the floor, they've moved on. And I can come in, you know, to the dance floor afterward and be like, hello, hello, my boys, and pick them up off the ground and be like, let's go dance. And I will upload you to archive.org. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, but the bigger thing out of all these and the one I'm most interested in is that they are selling uh, another Blu-ray. So uh, this is a Blu-ray that includes two things. Medio Live. This was a, a live stream that happened, I believe, towards the beginning of 2021. Um, that, or maybe it was the end of 2021, either way, I believe it was like 2021 though. And I believe it was mostly a musical performance. So the game is a really heavy emphasis on music. And I believe Medio Live was a live stream that was mostly about live performance of music. I could be wrong about that, but I believe that's what it was at the time for my memory. And then also the Blu-ray will also include the Mikaruga cup on there too. Um, so that's going to be the uh, uh, new event that just happened more recently um, that is kind of set around uh, something in a soccer stadium. I don't really understand like what it was. But um, so, yeah, that's up for sale. Uh, I believe it might only be being sold on Game City right now. Um, and it comes out if you go through the conversion, it's like one hundred and fifty. Was it fifteen thousand yen or something like that? But like one hundred and twenty U.S. dollars um right now so it is pretty pricey and if i were to buy through game city i think i'd have to go through a proxy service which would make it even more pricey the last blu-ray i bought off amazon so i will probably wait to see if i can just buy it off amazon because amazon is very friendly with shipping stuff reasonably you know cheap as long as like the, the actual seller is willing to ship internationally kind of thing so um i think i got the last one for about 70 bucks and i think it was like maybe like 15 20 bucks shipping which was pretty reasonable i felt like so it's a little under a hundred dollars i think is what i paid for it um and you know <laughs> the value i get out of those can be questionable it is four hours of watching four men talk um, but you know, the musical interstitials were fun and, and I think the characters do a good job, job in emoting and it feels just kind of like, you know, watching a, a buddy mission bond scene without machine translation. And they're, they're very expressive characters and you can kind of, you know, at least get an idea of, you know, the dynamics of what's happening, even if you can't really tell what's going on. Um, but the, the Blu-ray that I got actually did have this like, entire, um, you know, script for the dramas. Uh, on there so i need to get that scanned at some point so some point i've been i've been kind of rethinking my scanning plans more recently and maybe going into the book destruction uh, uh industry of breaking down my books and scanning them more cleanly <laughs> so um but i might i might do one last swing at trying to like do a book scanning thing maybe like a custom book scanner that i build kind of thing i'm not a handy person though so we'll see i've been saying that a long time but i feel like it's time i finally make a decision and do something or start breaking down them books. Take those spines off. 
exciting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Buddy Mission Bond's still going strong, at least from a merchandise perspective. Um, and uh, hopefully there's some, like, cool stuff in there. I don't know if anyone's ever going to translate those drama CDs or anything like that. I would say probably not. Maybe a long time down the way. I'm still of the mind that I don't necessarily think Buddy Mission Bond's ever going to get, like, um, a ton of fanfare, even if it gets fan translated. I think there will be a group of people who like it, but I don't think it's going to get, like, a huge, huge splash, you know, 10 years down the line or anything like that. And our last news story is a somewhat sad one. Uh, Dragon Quest Dai no Daibokin, I believe is what it is. Um, Soulbound. So if you don't know, this is the series of Dragon Quest games that was uh, based off the Dragon Quest anime. That's a remake of an old Dragon Quest anime that I think was based off like Dragon Quest 2 or something like that. I don't know. Long chain of things that I don't understand. Um, but Soulbound was the mobile game. Um, and I actually thought this mobile game looked pretty cool. I don't think it ever came out in English. I could be wrong. And I almost considered playing it at one point, but never quite did. However, it seems like that game has not succeeded though. And it will be getting shut down starting April 27th. It did last a bit longer than one year. It's launched in September, 2021. Now it's shutting down April 27th, 2023. It's about a year and a half. But, you know, this is about a typical lifespan for a Square Enix game. So, for a Square Enix live game that does not succeed. So, rest in peace, Dragon Quest uh, Soulbounce. We will we will miss you. And then, uh, but it is still worth mentioning. I did go look into it. So, if you don't know, this game was announced with with two other games at the same time. So, the, like this is like all, all happened at once. But there's an arcade game called Dragon Quest um, uh, Crossblades. All of them are Daibokin, Daibokin, or something like that. I don't know. I can't say it. But um, the Crossblades was the arcade game by the style-savvy developer, Sin Sophia. Um, I checked their website. That seems to still be going strong. I believe they're actually putting on a new version, and they're doing, like, location testing for that version right now, it sounds like, or something. So um, that seems to be is living on. Um, I hope there's, like, some kind of console version of that at some point. But, you know, I'm in no rush. I've got... Um, you know, the, the other Dragon Quest card game I haven't even touched yet still, the, uh, Monster Battle Road. Um, and then Infinity Strash is still coming. This, last time we saw this is at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, it looks like it's coming along okay. It's kind of like a behind-the-back action kind of thing. I'm, uh, I'm kind of mixed on it. I think if it was multiplayer, I'd be more into it, but it's definitely looks single-player. So, uh, I don't know. I think I might rather play Dragon Quest Treasures, personally, but... No, we'll see. I, I think it's like a generic 2023 release date, so we'll see where I'm feeling whenever that thing shows up. But um, it looks kind of neat. If it's short, maybe especially, I might I might give it a go. So I should look into how long Dragon Quest Treasures is. I'm not I'm not sure how long that game is. I would like to play that game still. I just haven't taken the time to because like I know I will not play it here in the near future because Soma Bringer is still kind of getting all caught up in my my gameplay time and um and the rut also like animal crossing i feel like animal crossing i'm i'm kind of feel like i'm running out of things that i want to do in animal crossing world world other than just pay off my house and i feel like i'm not making money fast enough to want to do that so i may i may finally just cross it off and be like i've played enough of this video game and mark it as beat or whatever because you know i don't know i don't, I don't necessarily think that as time has gone on, I don't necessarily think that paying off your house in an Animal Crossing game is like really the thing that's important in them personally. I think early on, I definitely had that sentiment. But as time, like those entries have progressed as well, I think it's been less important as well. But Wild World is definitely still within that formula of just like build your house, build your house, build your house. So, um, you know, I think there is like some level of me that's like, I probably should. I probably should build the house. So, so yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week. Thanks for coming. OneControlWar.com is the website. Haven't made stream plans yet, but it will be at 6 p.m. Thursday, probably, assuming nothing happens. 
It's either going to be probably more Final Fantasy Chocobo uh, Fables, Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo Tales, um, or it might be something else. I don't know yet. Um, I, I haven't figured things out, but you'll see a notification that will show up on the uh, One Control Board YouTube channel that will, uh, will will give you an idea at least. I'll try at least 24 hours ahead of time, but, you know, if I slip, I slip. Whoops, whoops, rest in peace. Slip, ben slipped in the bathroom and can't post uh, his, his stream uh, schedule, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Anyways. I'm going to wrap it up here, though. Thanks again for coming. OneTrueWord.com is the website. If you do want to support me, remember that I do have a Ko-fi page that you can go ahead and donate money on, either a single donation or a uh, monthly donation. I really appreciate that. That money will be going towards helping me get the Babylon's Fall video done as soon as possible. If it doesn't get to the goal by the time that happens, then it will be you know helping me get whatever my next big video is going to be as done as soon as possible. So we'll see what happens with that. But anyways, I hope you guys have a great week. Bye.